Good morning. Just wanted to get an update to you uh, as today is Friday and WASD government USDA report day. Um, quick update as far as what the market is expecting. Uh, we're coming in looking for a slight increase in yield in the corn yield, 1.2 bushels. Uh, not quite a half a bushel increase in the soybean yield. That's what the market expectation is for this report. The subsequently, we will see a build in the corn carryout by 140 million bushels and a build in the soybean carryout of 35 million bushels. So the market's expecting slightly bearish data. And, you know, it's obviously with the trade that we've seen uh, over the last month in particular, most all of that's basically completely priced in at this point. Um, the debate rages on as far as the acres and the FSA. Uh, you know, typically in the August report, typically in most all reports, the WASD does not use FSA data. They never have. Uh, but they confused the issue two weeks ago when they announced that they would consider changing the acres in the August report based on FSA data. And that got the market all excited about what did the uh, WASD know that the market doesn't know, right? So put fear and anxiety into the market. Um, while the FSA data gets collected in the middle of July when everybody has to certify, it takes several months to actually verify. Um, and so we saw acres, <clears throat> you know, in, in August, we saw them climb in September. Uh, basically, the FSA accidentally, quote, accidentally released the acres. They weren't supposed to announce them until after the government report today, but they came out early and they showed um, uh, a big build in wheat acres, a big build in sorghum, and a big drop in cotton acres, as we suspected. And um, uh, a lag still still staying behind um, the WASD on corn and bean acres. What the market is expecting is that based on the rate of increase from the August to the September FSA report, the market wants to build in more corn and more bean acres. They think that that increase from August to September is going to continue and ultimately show bigger corn and bigger bean acres. The truth is the market has no clue what they're talking about. I mean, they don't really know. Uh, this is the first time ever the uh, WASD has considered changing acres in the August report. Um, and we don't know the detail of the accuracy of the September data. Um, but in this report in September, they still showed uh, corn acres below the WASD number by about one and a half million acres. They showed the soybean acres below um, the the WASD numbers by 1.2 million acres. So I don't know why, why the market is excited about thinking that we're going to have more corn and bean acres. The data does not uh, justify that belief. Um, but they're maybe looking at the progression, thinking that you know they're going to try to extrapolate more acres. But at this point, that's just dangerous trying to bet what the USDA is going to do. So I didn't really clarify the situation between the FSA data and the WASD data. Uh, I just wanted to explain the methodology of the market and why they think they're going to be more acres. I think they're wrong on corn and beans because the data doesn't show it. Um, but we'll find out here today, you know, what what the you know WASD wants to do. So. Um, 
you know, what, what is my view on the market? It really hasn't changed. Our balance sheets still remain record tight. Stocks to use ratios remain record tight. Um, we are hearing of severe disease pressure now on the corn crop in Iowa and Illinois and Indiana. Um, a disease called crown rot that's basically killing off the plant early, two to three weeks early, and not letting proper grain fill on the big states in the east that are supposed to carry this national yield and keep it around 174. Now, it's a recent development. It's spreading very quickly, um, and it may not, it's not going to show up in this report, but it's a, it's a longer-term problem for corn yields that ultimately, I think, take corn yields into the low 170s. So I, I believe now that the corn yield is falling. Um, so I do think that the balance sheet is going to continue to tighten, uh, between now and into the end of the year. China made a, a very timely announcement this morning that they dramatically exclaimed they're going to use less corn. This would be the third government report the morning of where they claim they're going to use less corn and less beans. Of course, it's all propaganda, um, but they're trying their best to keep prices down uh, with using the rhetoric from uh, their government. So at this point here, I don't think we're expecting much uh, drama as far as the data, but I am interested in, you know, kind of the seasonality of this trade and trying to figure out whether we've made our lows here or not. Oftentimes, these government reports do provide key turning points. So I think uh, we'll keep an eye on that. But my long-term fundamentals have not changed. I'm still looking for $6.50 to $7 corn. I'm still looking for $16 beans. Uh, cotton, we've done a nice job marketing half our crop here. Um, I am expecting smaller acres in this report, but a bigger yield, so it won't be much of a change on the balance sheet. Um, but long term, I'm, I've, I've switched from being you know just outright bullish cotton to more neutral here. And if over the next 30 to 45 days we confirm this bigger crop and still have freight shipment problems, then I'm uh, you know right around the first of the year I may be turning uh, more bearish cotton. Okay, that's the update. Talk to you after the report. Thank you.